When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 498. Let It Burn by Casey Main of CaseyMain.com. Hey, 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 I'm your host, Joss Marie, and welcome back to the show where I narrate relationship content to you every weekday. And we're actually about to hit our 500th episode in just a couple of days, so I want to say thank you so much for your support along the way. And today's post concerns letting go of physical things in order to fully move on from past relationships. So if you're someone who has a stash of sentimental items hidden somewhere in your home from past relationships, you'll probably find today's episode interesting. So with that, let's dive right in and start optimizing your life. Let It Burn by Casey Main of CaseyMain.com Oh, Usher. How that song has so much more meaning to me after last night. After I watched memory after memory of my past relationships curl up in flames. I spent all day going through my childhood bedroom. I couldn't avoid it any longer. My parents are selling the house and my room is the only one that hasn't changed in over a decade. Walking into it is like walking into an episode of Clarissa Explains It All. I spent 10 hours over there and didn't even get through everything. The problem with being a sentimental person is that apparently everything has a sentiment. Literally, everything. So growing up, I kept it all. Pictures, notes, movie ticket stubs, honor roll ribbons, trophies, report cards, school projects, college bar wristbands, concert tickets, dried out rose petals from Valentine's Day's past. You name it, I found it. Going through it all was like reliving my life in Fast Forward pausing occasionally for the really good parts and the nostalgic ones. My heart hurt a little, revisiting friendships that were once so close and now just distant memories. It's crazy how people can play such important roles during those impressionable years of your life and then only exist as posts in your Facebook feed. I sat cross-legged on my bedroom floor, a 34-year-old version of the girl who used to sit there playing with her Barbies, and laughed until I cried reading my old diary. The dramatic days of 12-year-old boy-crazy me solely focused on who asked who out and what boy I liked that day. It was literally like a tween soap opera. The drama of breaking up with a boy just hours before a dance so I was free to talk to a different boy I liked. The excitement when my mother gave me permission to hold hands during the movies. The secret three-way phone calls to find out if a boy liked me. And the devastation when he said no. I mean, I thought I had boy problems now. This was some intention. And then there were the shoeboxes. The shoeboxes that sat quiet and forgotten for years and years in the back corner of the top closet shelf. The real boyfriend shoeboxes. Three overstuffed boxes for three over-relationships. 
I'd like to say that after all this time, I have fully moved on from each of those relationships, plus another one that doesn't have a shoebox at my parents' house. But that would be a lie. Do I think about them regularly? No. Do I wish I was still with any of those men? No. But clearly, I haven't completely moved on. Each relationship is reflected on in my book. Each relationship emphasizes bigger issues I've been struggling to overcome for as long as I've been in relationships. Each relationship still lives in an effing shoebox in my parents' house for crying out loud. I created those boxes and then didn't get rid of them. That can't be moved on. There's an episode of Sex in the City where Carrie asks, When a relationship ends, where does the love go? Last night, that question played on repeat in my mind as I sifted through the evidence of the loves I've had in my life so far. Those loves were real. I know they were real. Love notes and poems aside, if anything, the pain they eventually caused is proof the love was real. And I think that might actually be the key to fully moving on, acknowledging the pain. Because maybe the love and the pain go hand in hand in a way. Think about it. All the different life philosophies, yin and yang, darkness and light, talk about opposites, paradoxes. Opposites go together, almost need each other to be whole. You wouldn't know or appreciate light without darkness, heat without cold, up without down, and so on and so on. Just like you wouldn't know love if you didn't know pain. Maybe they also make each other whole. Therefore, you can't ever let go of one if you refuse to deal with the other. They come and go together. Acknowledging the love has never been an issue for me. Oh man, do I just dive right into the love. For as guarded as I can be, if I fall in love with you, watch out. Hopeless romantic coming through. But pain, now that I avoid. I will brush it away, drink it away, shove it down, flat out ignore it. Anything to evade really dealing with it. I always thought I was being strong. But now, I think I was just holding myself back from fully moving on. Last night, I evaded nothing. I went through each box, relived memories, good and bad, looked at photos of loving smiles and passionate embraces, and read cards and notes of forevers that didn't happen. I reconnected with these younger versions of me, versions that feel so unfamiliar, versions I try to forget existed. 16-year-old me consumed with my first love, 25-year-old me helplessly navigating my first adult love, and 28-year-old me just being a fool in love. I sat in the love and I sat in the pain. I didn't dwell in either, just sat for a minute, acknowledging the realness. Acknowledging those versions of me weren't characters in a Lifetime movie I saw once and never wanted to watch again. They were me. Acknowledging the emotions, the sentiments that went along with each roller coaster relationship were real. They weren't stories from a Nicholas Sparks book. They were my life. And then I burned it all because nothing is more cleansing than fire. The past has a way of fading into distant memories in our mind, memories we likely warp throughout the years. But how do we get it to leave our heart? Maybe you can't wash it away with tears. Maybe you have to let it burn, breaking down the structure to its very core elements, then let it go. It was hard at first. My inner sentimental pack rat wanted to save some of the memories, arguing that they were a part of my life and there wasn't any harm in keeping a couple pictures. But I ignored her, and into the flames it all went. Every last sentimental item. And as I sat there watching the photos bubble up, curl, and deteriorate to ash, I let out a huge sigh of relief, 
hoping I could finally fully move on, leaving those relationships and all their sentiments in the dust. So, where does the love go? Well, I'm not entirely sure, but I do know this. Those three overstuffed boxes that were forgotten about, hidden, and taking up a lot of space are now just ashes released into the wind. You just listened to the post titled, Let It Burn, by Casey Main of CaseyMain.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks a ton to Casey for opening up to us. And we'll actually be giving away her book soon on Instagram. So keep an eye out. You can find us right at Old Podcast. And whether or not you have shoeboxes of relationship memorabilia, Sometimes you need to reconnect and then release yourself from the past in order to truly move on. I hope Casey's post shows you that love doesn't necessarily end when you free yourself from sentiments from the past. And with that, let's go ahead and hit the road. Thanks so much for joining me here, and I'll see you again tomorrow with two posts from New York Times bestselling author Julie Morgenstern, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Optimal Life.